and welcome to the Creative Christians Chat Show. I'm Brendan Conboy, the dog in the pod. This show is bursting with creative stories, ideas and inspiration with a Christian perspective. So let's get on with the show. And I've got a, another very special guest. He's a multi-talented man. He's an author, blogger. He's uh, written 28 books, with the latest being called Flock Down. He produces a weekly web blog for Christian Premier Radio. Uh, he's the creator of Salt Shaker's Messianic website. He's the award and created also the award-winning Saffron Planet web radio station and also created, this man is a creator, he's also created the highly acclaimed annual foundations conferences. I don't know how he manages to do so much in his life, but welcome to the show, Steve Maltz. Hello, Steve. Hello, Brendan. It's great to be here. Looking forward to this. So uh, fire away. (laughs) What I'd like to do first, um, how do I know you? Uh, Where did we meet? Well, I don't think we've met uh, physically. Um, We've met on Facebook, I think. That's about it. That is it, really, isn't it? I'm one of your 4,000 Facebook friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 4,000 and growing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, But Yes, great that we can meet online, meet on Facebook and and Christians meeting Christians. And and it's amazing how we can do that. But thanks for for coming on the show. Before we get started, I'd like to, as I do with with everybody that comes on, before we get stuck into the nitty gritty stuff, I'd like to pray for you, if that's okay. Yeah, fine. Great. Laura, thank you for for Steve and his willingness to, to do to do so much lord that list of stuff that he does is huge and and he does it all in your name all for you and and just coming on here today uh, he's doing that in your name and lord i just pray that you will bless everything that is said today that the things that are said are the things that you want us to say and the things that are not said are the things that you don't want us to say so i just pray lord that what is said today will speak to people that are listening to this and i pray in your name jesus amen Amen. Okay, um, so this is the Creative Christian Chat Show, and it's uh, made by Creative Christians for Creative Christians. So what does it mean to you, Steve, to, to be a Christian? Oh, right. Well, um, I think it's important that we all have purpose in life. And, um, you know, I've been creative my whole life. And um, yeah, when you don't have the Lord in your life, you, you're just doing it for yourself. You're doing it for perhaps the hope for fame or fortune or anything like that. And um, I always felt there was something missing. So that when I did become a believer, um, it all snapped into place. So it wasn't straightforward because uh, a creative person becoming a believer, um, you tend to think, OK, Lord, you've, you've done a good job recruiting me. I'm a very creative person. This is what I'm going to do. And then you dictate the terms and then you you fire into it and you you use all your creative gifts because you now realise they're all from God. What you don't realise is that um, everything is in his timing (laughs) and he chooses what you should be doing. So I wasted many, many years, a lot of money doing the wrong things, but it's taken me till till about 10 years ago to finally start getting things right. (laughs) So, So yeah, it's not easy. 
Yeah, there's that verse in Philippians that says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And and I think sometimes people misinterpret that and they say, I will do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And we, we end up rushing around doing all sorts of things. And and what I speak to about and what I hear other creators say is about finding their core creativity. Yeah. The core creativity. And uh, and I think you've done that. Uh, you do it with words. Uh, 28 books. That's, That's it. It's 31. It's 31. <laughs> that is phenomenal. I don't I think... Know. I, I, Um, (laughs) never. if i hadn't been a believer um it wouldn't have happened because i I sincerely believe i'm working in partnership yeah and that book flop down the one that you mentioned yeah i did i did that literally two weeks after we were locked down in two years ago and it took me two weeks to write the whole book and it was like like god just sort of directed me you know there's nothing dodgy involved it was just it all went it flowed so so well yeah. And from the reactions I've had, um, I, I realized you know, it was a book that needed to come out at that time. So, you know, so it, it, I find it easy now I'm, I'm, I'm with the Lord and, and he stopped me from writing books as well. He stopped you? Know, you? Yeah, I, I've written at least two or three books, almost finished, and then realized I shouldn't have even started. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I felt it. You know, so you still make mistakes, even, though, even when you think you're mature. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And you need the wisdom of others as well, I've discovered, alongside you. You can't be a, um, a, a one-off, a maverick, and if you want to really be in God's service. Yeah. You, you need to be accountable. Yeah. And, and that's increasingly increasingly happening for me at the moment. Yeah. Good. I, I, I love that when you say you're like in partnership with God, because I feel the same when I write as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like God is the author. I just put my name on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your, your book, Flockdown, is about the church in lockdown, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It was basically saying, what's the church going to do now, <laughs> now that you can't get into its buildings? Yeah. So I made a few predictions and I based it biblically as well. Um, then I wrote a book a year later called Flockdown Church. Which says, okay, what what has the church learned in the last twelve months? <laughs> and, and, so, and that was interesting. How uh, big how big is that book? What it's learned? Well, it's both quite small books. In fact, there's a there's flock down there. Okay, quite small show book. me. Yeah, they're quite thin, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They didn't take long to write. They, they look nice. <laughs> they look good. Yeah. yeah. So. Writing has has not always been easy, though, has it for you? Uh, no. You know, we're we're at the moment we're we're going through a series here on creative in brokenness, mm-hmm. and um, and some, sometimes it's difficult to talk about brokenness, uh, and there's different levels of brokenness. Uh, you know, one person's brokenness, well, everybody's brokenness, whatever it is. Mm. it's huge to that person i believe yeah yeah and um so i'd love to hear some of the struggles that you've been through and how god has used you in those struggles yeah um a lot of it comes from my my ethnic background i'm from a jewish background okay um and um and there's a whole story i've written my biography but that's not relevant now but what is relevant is that when i became a believer um and i knew i wanted to write um it it took me at least 10 years to get started but when i did get started i wrote about things that are relevant to my background so i wrote very much on the 
the the Hebraic background to the Christian faith, yeah. um, stuff about Israel, the Jewish people, but also the church, church history, anti-Semitism, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote a book, um, funny enough, it's part autobiography, part uh, factual, and I took it around a few publishers at the time, and virtually unanimously, they all loved it, but they said they couldn't publish it because the, the church wouldn't be interested in the subject. And one of them, um, who's now quite a well-known figure, I won't give his name, actually yeah. said to me that, I, actually, I he actually said I had the potential to be the C.S. Lewis of, of this generation. I mean, wow. I don't know why he said that. Wow. He still rejected me. <laughs> so uh, it's a case of, I, I knew that God wanted me to write. Um, I knew that the book, um, the quality of the, the writing and also the subject matter was needed in the church, but I couldn't get anyone in the industry willing to take a chance on me. And that continues almost to today. Um, we're talking about 20 years later. Yeah. Um, when I when I go out and I expose myself to the public, particularly that sounds good. <laughs> when I go to Christian events, creative yeah. events for publishers and things like that. It hasn't changed. I've, I've got a small number of people that, that work alongside me now, but in general, you know, there's just uh, the fear of the subject um, has ended up with with much rejection for what I've done. Mm. And I've given away free books. I've emailed. I remember two years ago, I actually emailed all the major publishers in, in this country, uh, sort of a letter saying, you know, here I am. I've done this, that, and the other. I feel so alone. Can anyone give me advice? to help me through marketing or any yeah. joint or anything. I think yeah. I've got one reply yeah. of all of them. Yeah. And so it hasn't changed. It can't blame them. I suppose it's just the atmosphere of the Christian world. Um, and it, but it doesn't worry me now anymore. So it used to worry me at once I was at an exhibition <clears throat> and, and, you know, and I didn't have any friends there and I felt lonely. I actually had a panic attack. I thought I was having a heart attack. My wife, yeah, I phoned up my wife and she says, I'm having a heart attack. She said, no, you're not. Go out for a walk, you'll be all right. <laughs> and she was right. It was just a panic attack. But that's how low I felt. Yeah. Um, but then the Lord started bringing people alongside me, um, and, and particularly uh, a chap called David, who's still here now. And it, I realised that there are people that that can count, counsel me on this. And at the moment, at the moment, it's not an issue anymore. Yeah. I feel sorry for those that are not reading the books. I know, I know that sounds arrogant, but I do feel I've got a unique message. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I'm just doing what the Lord tells me to do, and that's all we can do as writers. It is, you know, yeah. If you've yeah. got a commission, wherever it is, you do it. Yeah. You know? And if people don't read it, it's up to them. But don't do it if you want to make money, as you yeah. probably know. Yeah. <laughs> No, you don't make money. <laughs> Unless you're J.K. Rowling or someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that should no, never be an incentive for a Christian writer anyway. No, no. So you've talked about rejection there, and a lot, and and you've also mentioned a lot of authors suffer that. But yeah. we all handle rejection in different ways. So how did how did it make you feel to keep being told no, go away? What you're doing is good, but we don't want it. I mean, that's, that's well, yeah. So you start off with confusion. <laughs> yeah. You're saying it's good. I like it, but I can't sell it for you. Um, and I think it made me realise um, um, 
probably if, if I was writing the usual sort of books to do with the Holy Spirit or you know how to be a better Christian and you know how to pray and all that no problem but it was a subject matter and and it made me at the time and not again not so much now because I see the origin of it but at the time I I actually saw um, there wasn't sort of a an unconscious anti anti Semitic you know basis for for what for their decisions it wasn't mm-hmm. that they were anti Semitic but the the mood of the country was not ready for books that had anything I mean one of my books is called Hebraic Church and when I see the when I see that title I, I wrote the title to be purpose, purposely provocative <laughs> because those who are in the Jewish Christian side, they hate the word church, and those in the church hate the word Hebraic. <laughs> so, so I put the two together, yeah. thinking it might be a, an agent for change, and it wasn't. <laughs> so people, they, they, the prejudices go as far as not even wanting to pick the book up and read it. Yeah, you know. Again, I, I've got stories of giving free copies to influencers in the Christian world of that book, and not one of them came back to me. Right. And I said, I think it's an important message you know, for the yeah. church, and, yeah. and I know it was, but, you know, so the rejection, I actually felt more of, again, it sounds arrogant, like I felt more that God was being rejected than me, yeah. because like you said, we write books because God tells us to, so if they're rejecting the book, and it's it's his message they're rejecting, Yeah. so so really, it's all down to them, you know, I. and this is the other thing about being a writer that you associate with, we are commissioned to write a book, what happens once we've written it is, is up to those who distribute and market it. Yeah. Um, so I've got a warehouse uh, I'm paying a fortune to just for unsold books. <laughs> and um, wow. you know, 30,000 books are sitting in, in Romford in the lockup garage. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. But what, what can you do? So I just keep writing and if God gives me another book to write, I'll write it. Yeah. And, and but on the positive side, the, the latest book that has uh, that I, I wrote last year has actually been picked up by a traditional publisher, a Christian publisher, one who I knew and I respected, and he's publishing it for me. So the first time in 20 years I've, I've got a wow. Christian publisher. So yeah. we'll see what happens. <laughs> so it's what every author longs for, isn't it? But uh, yeah, it's not yeah. easy. Yeah. Uh, so I self-publish. You obviously, by the sounds of it, you hybrid publish. Is it? Yeah. Well, I no, I was. Um, I started off with Authentic, um, my first three books, and one for with uh, Lion Publishing. Yeah. Then I then I thought I could do a better job, so I've been self-publishing since then. Yeah. Until until this year, um, that that big book I did last year is going to be done by uh, Malcolm Down Publishing. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I knew Malcolm. Yeah. Malcolm. From, from ages ago and I respected him enough yeah. to and he, he accepted the book straight away yeah great mm-hmm. you're listening to the dog in the park chat show the show for creative Christians created by creative Christians if you are a creative Christian then why not get in touch and come on the show but um Writing is only a part of what you do, isn't it? You're also on Premier Radio. Well, I was. (laughs) (laughs) I've had a 20-year association with them. Right. Um, And I started off as the um, 
I did search engine marketing for them. Then I became the assistant to the chairman and doing lots of, you know, high level projects with them. And then I launched, I was project manager for launching their TV station and all sorts of stuff. And but all that time, um, I was never able to commit. They were never willing for me to do anything creative. Oh. <laughs> Everything there was was basically because I, I got a background in systems analysis, so computer right. stuff, you know, yeah. I did all that stuff until they let me do a week a monthly blog. Well, no, yeah. it's a weekly blog called Yeshua Explored. Yeah, um, which I've done for the last ten years until last month. <laughs> I was going to say I thought you were still doing it because I, I know I thought I was doing. Them. I'm doing it. I'm still doing it on my own website now. But what they said was this: they said their website is going from uh, text into audio, so yeah. all text blogs are getting rid of, yeah. and uh, everything yeah. will be podcasts. Yeah, yeah. As it was a text blog, I was hoping that they'd let me do a podcast, but they never approached me, and so that's the end of my association. I know all of them now. Very well, right. you know. My son works for them as well, but that's really twenty years, really, and that's the end of it. So. Mm. I keep seeing them pop up on the Association of Christian Writers. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I do that to provoke everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and occasionally, I get comments, especially when uh, I say something people don't don't agree with. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just feel I, it's my only way. You know, something like that is. And sometimes the only way you're going to get people to notice you is social media is to go to like a because that that um blog goes i've sent it to about 12 different uh um facebook groups that's just one yeah. of them that's the <laughs> only way of the only thing i've got time for marketing wise is to just post them and see what happens you know? yeah i always say if you're a, a writer and you take it seriously you need to spend the same amount of time on your marketing as you do on your writing oh, yeah that's probably more <laughs> your line than mine but... <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah and then there's the same amount of time on your research as well so it's a it's a full-time yeah. role really to do it properly isn't it it is and uh well because i've um when i was work, i was working at premier properly until about four years ago uh, as a project manager and then we felt the Lord's call that we should, that I should retire and, and live off on faith. Yeah. Which I have been doing for the last about five, five years. Right. Um, but now I get a pension anyway. So it's, pretty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah. it's good to, to be able to just to create stuff and, you know, and do it for the Lord. And I would never, I've never used my creative powers in any other way. No. Other, no. other than working for the Lord and for what? he's telling me to do i say the same yeah. yeah and it can be a long hard slog and 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 i had to have a almost like a mystical mystical experience to get there because i, I was standing at a crossroads i remember and, and it was in this path or that path one of them was i was writing the screenplays and tv dramas um all rejected that one one was accepted um but they said uh, um we and that was an agent in London. And she said, I would accept your screenplay if you write another one just as good. So I rushed one out and it was rubbish. <laughs> so that's the end of that. But I think I saw the, the, the hand of the Lord in that because he said, you can carry on striving for, for, for fame and fortune or you can follow the narrow path yeah. with me. And that's what I did. And from that point onwards, I was published. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you, you have to, working for the Lord, is. Let's face it, you know, who else would you want to work for? Yeah, that's a good message there. So, yeah, people need to hear that sort of thing. Yeah. Talk, tell us about Salt 
salt shakers and salt shakers. saffron and foundations. Yeah. That's right. Okay, it uh, started off um, always. I was a web designer, um, a web designer with a friend of mine. We were right at the beginning of the, the internet. Um, we decided to put up a, a website about the mid nineties called Salt Shakers, like the salt of the earth, basically. The idea was to bring Jew and Gentile together. Just, yeah. uh, and one new man and Ephesians two and that, and uh, we did quite well in terms of uh, interest from people. And out of that um, grew uh, another idea, which was a really simple idea I had. Um, let's get a group of friends over to our house, to our dining room. We've got a big oak table, sitting around, and mic them all up and just say, "Let's just talk." And um, we had two, myself, my two sons, my friend, and his son. And someone during the recording and we jabbered away and it was all over the place you know it was totally <laughs> unstructured but we covered every subject yeah and the interesting thing is one of my sons wasn't a christian so he was always able to give the other point of view anyway we i went to a christian media conference and i showed it and one of the big radio um stations um put up some seed money for us to buy decent microphones Right. And actually gave us a show on uh, a scheduled show on the radio, which uh, we quickly got rid of because we would we were too anarchic. <laughs> but, but we, we came be just before Martin Lloyd Jones, you see. Right. <laughs> there was a bit of a contrast. <laughs> uh, and um, at that time, Premier Radio had started their annual digital conferences and annual awards, and we were there at the very first, and we got the People's Choice Award and the first one. Wow. Um, that was, oh, I don't know, <laughs> 15 years ago or something. And since then, um, and we put them up. So on our website, saltshakers.com, yeah. you, can, you, can you can listen to some of the old recordings we did. Um, we've resurrected it now as in a different format, a more sensible format. On Mondays, we have panel discussions. Over, at the moment, we're doing spiritual warfare. And we do that every wow. Monday night on, on Zoom. Yeah. And, and we put those up on the website. So... <clears throat> So that's the radio thing and foundations came out of that we thought wouldn't it be nice for people to meet up who listen to us from all over the country and let's meet up physically so we 10 years ago we met up <coughs> in a tiny uh conference center 50 people turned up in the middle of winter uh, for our first conference and now we've done over 20 of them you know two or three a year um and it just kept going we did like during lockdown at the beginning we did two virtual ones um, on Zoom, which were really successful, um, but we our conferences are very very different. Um, people come um, and we people are changed. We've got so many so many uh, testimonies um, from many of our conferences, and this one that we're doing in March, um, probably by the time this comes out, it will probably be you know, gone. Yeah. <laughs> March the fourth. <laughs> so so March March the fourth, we're doing a weekend of just about creativity. Christian right you know yeah. let's bang our heads together and see how we can work together and and think our way through the problems that the church has with the covid problem and and the woke agenda which I, I've written about one of my books has been before the word woke actually appeared I wrote about it um, and I said it was is it going to happen and it is yeah. um, and uh, and that and that what we're going to do we're just going to look at it from we're going to say you know prejudice out the window all positive thoughts just have a brainstorm 
for the whole weekend. So it's about it's about that that conference is about uh, creativity in the church, isn't it? Yeah, about creative people come or discover your creativity. We're going to have uh, art, dance, music, uh, spoken word, uh, acting, wow. drama, all that, all alongside it, yeah. as well as ideas. And we just want to create an atmosphere of creativity, yeah. and then just say have no lectures, no talks. Uh, worship team will be ad hoc, <laughs> you know, whoever's there, use their creativity, whoever, however the Lord leads. Nothing yeah. structured at all, uh, which has always been our thing, not to structure things. And, <laughs> and, and that way people get really released. If they, if they come out of a structure and yeah. they can do what they like, then yeah. they are released. And uh, anyway, that's probably nothing about the subject that you're covering in this talk. <laughs> No, I love it. It's, it's about creativity and, and, and being released through creativity. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you know, and, you know, you hear so much talked about mental health nowadays yeah. and how creativity helps our mental health. So, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I, I look at it from a Christian perspective, yeah. but, um, but you know, we, we've got to look at it from a mental health perspective as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I create because of, uh, my own issues so you know and, and and i encourage others to to do that yeah, so, yeah. So what what could you say to to people that may be struggling uh, and uh, and you know that creativity doing something creative would be good for yeah. them so what yeah. what what words of advice could you give to somebody well um well for start we're all made creative yeah. And this is the problem. We, we come to people, we're talking about the conference, and they say, I haven't got a creative bone in my body. But then you're not made in the image of God because he is creative. You know, we all are. And yeah. you have to discover it sometimes. And we've got yeah. a lady who works with us. She's coming to the conference called Rosie. And, her, and she teaches um, um, anything to do with art and dance, but mainly art. And she does prophetic art. And she did a workshop with us online on Zoom, which anyone could do. And she said, get a piece of paper and draw a dot on the paper with a pen. And then from that dot, move out. And whatever comes into your brain, change the pattern, the direction and all that. And, and so we did it online. And everyone ended up with all these things. And then she got, she got them to, do, to take four different patterns, put them together on a grid, and then see what story comes out of it. Right. And then she says, you know something, you've just been creative. You yeah. don't realise it. But this is pro so what the saying is, is that people are more creative than they believe they are. Yeah. And we have found that um, at our conferences, people, if you put a piece of paper in front of them and a pen, even if they're not artists, it, it opens them up. to. And, and we've seen it. We've seen people chatting around the table, but they're drawing at the same time. And the two are working together. The drawing is, is giving them the confidence to chat. And and the creativity is just pours out of them. Yeah. So everyone has got it. Yeah. It's just got to have yeah. the confidence to yeah. to explore it. You know. <laughs> so you've all got it. That that dot on the paper and draw a line. I used to yeah. do that at school in my exercise books, uh, and the teacher called it doodling. Yeah, and said that that's destructive. You yeah. shouldn't do that. And I thought, no, it's yeah. not. It's creative. It, it is. is. Creative. So, yeah. 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 It makes up for the boring lesson, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, God, you've got a lot going on, haven't you? Um, yeah. But up until four years ago, it was all by myself. Now that I've got a team of up to 20 people. I'm not saying they're all creative. We're all different. But 
you know, I, I don't feel alone anymore, which I, I had done before. You know, I've got an accountability group now. Um, yeah. We have a, a core group um, that run the conferences. You know, it, it's in the Christian world, I, increasingly, we, we, those of us who are have ministries that, that can very easily be one-man shows, um, yeah. it is good if you can bring along. Even if they don't understand you, they don't really get me, most of them. <laughs> they, they, but they put up with me and they understand my needs and they, mm. you know, they, they feed positivity. <laughs> yeah. you know? And I think you, you probably need the same, a creative person. We're all very thin-skinned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all, we we all need, need supporters. We all, yeah. We all yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we need affirmations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I use a, a group of people when I publish a book. I call it my yeah. street team. Yeah. Uh, and they get a free copy and they write a, a review, but they also give me support and, yeah. you know, an encouragement. And uh, yeah, yeah. This, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. This is the body of Christ working together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they'll say they haven't got a gift. Well, they have because they're encouraging you. That's the yeah. gift. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are your goals for the future? Can you do well, any more? Or uh, I yeah, the, the goal is just to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get. I, I mean, I've, I haven't told you half of what I do. I do <laughs> lots. Of, there's a lot of other things. <laughs> so, but I won't go into that. Um, there's no point. But it's just. I think creativity can be channeled. Yeah. Into if God gives you the idea, go with it wherever it takes you. Yeah. And you know, I did a film. I I did a film last year. Um, um, which yeah, is on the internet now, um, which wasn't me. I just produced it and wrote it, but other people acted in it. Um, right. And websites, and there's, there's a lot that can, you know, I'm saying, basically, here I am, send me, you know, it's the Isaiah thing. Yeah. So whatever it may be, you know, it may be take a year off, you know, <laughs> yeah. which would be nice, but I, I don't know if, um, if you're like this, but I'm, I'm never happier than when I'm actually creating something. You know? uh, no, I'm, I, I have to be creating all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's how God has made us. Yeah. And if we can channel that back to him, then then it's a perfect match, you know. Um, yeah. But we need people around us. My wife is understanding, um, well, just about. <laughs> it's taken me 42 <laughs> years to tame her. <laughs> no, she's, she's great. No, without her, I would never have done anything like what I'm doing now. But yeah. we just, we do need people around us um, yeah. more than most. Because there, there isn't that much creativity in the Christian world. For, I, in my experience over the last 30 odd years. It is growing. Know, it is growing. I, hope, I don't <laughs> see much of it. <laughs> uh, I think, <laughs> I, I'm sure you're part of, and you're probably more, better network than I am so yeah um, I've got another series I'm going to be working on in the future it's, it's called creative in ministry yeah uh, so, so you know we will see how much creativity there is in ministry when that comes around yeah so, yeah. yeah yeah well I'll look forward to that and I'm happy to work with anyone on any project for any reason as long as the Lord's at the centre of it so you know. no I just want to say thank you for coming on uh, it's been a real pleasure listening to to what you do and how God is using you, and I think that is key. That um, you know we can all. You mentioned that we can all be creative, mm. but it's important to be creative in the way that God leads us into being. Yeah. And I just want to pray for you now, Steve, as as we finish and uh, yeah. pray for your work and. Lord, I thank you for, for what we've heard today from Steve and, and the, 
the way that you're using him and um, Lord, the, the way that you, he's fought through and overcome the, the rejection, so many rejections when it uh, has come to, to his writing and, um, and he's pushed through and, and now doing so many things with a great team around him. And Lord, I just pray that you'll continue to re reveal to him the things that you want him to do, that as they pop into his head, Lord, it, that he would know that they're from you. And if they're not, that he would know that as well. And he would do the things that you want him to do, Lord. And I just pray a blessing, Lord, on, on everything that he does on, on these conferences, especially, Lord, that um, this, this uh, creative conference that's coming up. I pray, Lord, that that would touch people. By the time this goes out, it would already have happened. But, Lord, I pray that you, you still know what I'm on about. So I just pray, Lord, that, uh, that you will have an amazing event that will change lives and the lives that get changed will go on and change other lives. And that's the way you work. And I just pray that that that'll be the case for everything that Steve does. And I pray that in your name, Jesus. Amen. Yeah, that, that, that conference, hoping that the result of it would be some ongoing creative hub that may come out of that, um, which will continue. Um, and perhaps become a regular conference. Brilliant. I look that's forward to hope, that. Yeah, as a hope and a dream, it's up to the Lord. But um, just find I me, mean, I'll give you um, my website address if people want to check up. I would have got a think of oh, salt shakers. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I haven't asked you for your contact. Oh, right. yeah, how, how can people contact you? Just saltshakers.com. That's like it. Name. Simple. Saltshakers <laughs> with uh, yeah. uh, an S at the end.com. And then you'll see everything on there. Brilliant. Thank you for listening to the Creative Christians Chat Show. It's been great having you here with me today. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. I'm Brendan Conboy and you can find me at brendanconboy.co.uk where you can buy me a cup of coffee if you like to support me and my creative work. Follow me also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. For now though, God bless and goodbye.